This is the Biz News Podcast, one-on-one conversations with experts in business and personal development. We've all been probably called a lot of things over the years, but being called a genius? Eh, probably not. But according to business leadership researcher Catherine Matiski, you might just be a genius, or more specifically, you might have an inner genius. Ms. Matiski explains more in this Biz News interview podcast. Catherine, let's set this up for our listeners and our viewers by telling them a little bit about yourself and your book. So I'm from Melbourne in Australia, and even though I'm in Australia, I don't do any work in Australia at all. Most of my work is in the US and in Europe, and because of COVID, I've been living my life on Zoom calls and with clients all around the world. So I wrote my book, Unlock Inner Genius, uh, which was published in 2021, and I wanted to take my life's work in corporate learning and development And it's a system that I train very large corporates all around the world in how to develop their learning programs, learning strategy, how to um, train their trainers, how to basically get the best money out of their learning programs and rewrap that in a way that everybody could tap into their own genius zone, what makes them a great learner and the consequences of that. So that's what I did. Does that uh, uh, expertise come from uh, your years, perhaps as a a teacher or something else like that? It comes from my years in corporate learning and development. I started off in the computer industry at the beginning of the PC era as a computer trainer, training Microsoft Word, Excel, and so on. And I used to look at people coming into my classes and go, why are some of them successful And some of them couldn't care less. And some of them just weren't successful, even if they could care. And I started to work on that as an idea of what makes those successful people successful, what makes them motivated, how can we design training so that everybody gets the outcome that we expect. And that's really where it started. But I've always been in corporate learning and development. And for the last 28 years, I've had my own business. As you looked at the classes that you were teaching, do you say those, some of those people over there in that corner are just blockheads? Well, I did originally because I, and I used to kind of go out into the, you know, at, at break and moan and groan and whine and complain to other trainers going, oh, I've got, you know, whoever, Lucy or Sam or whatever, and go, oh, they're idiots. And then it came, I came to realize that, it's actually not them because they were very good in other parts of their life. Like Lucy could be, as you call it, a blockhead, which is a great term. I've actually never thought of them that way. But anyway, we use that. Lucy could be a blockhead in Microsoft Excel, but Lucy is brilliant in learning languages. Lucy could be a blockhead in advanced word when we're doing, you know, uh, forms and uh, and mail mergers, but Lucy could be brilliant at motherhood. So why is Lucy different in different environments? So I wanted to get the Lucy, who is a genius at learning languages or a genius at being mother, into a genius at Microsoft Excel. That's what my mission was, because I knew that there was there's a genius inside everybody. 
It's just got to be directed in the right way. How do you find that genius, first of all? Well, that's what I worked out. And it just took me 30 years to work it out. You know, like really slow learner, right? So it just took me 30 years to work it out because by working out how people learn, and we don't know how we learn as human beings. We have no clue. We've just got our five senses and we show up in the world and we see things and hear things and touch things and, and taste things and smell things. That's what we know. And we show up in the world and get through our day. We have no clue what happens when we're learning things, what's happening in our brain. So I worked out a mechanism, a profile to say, how do you take in information best in your preference and how do you process that information once it's in your brain? And it takes 10 minutes, okay? So so when we work out that, we go, oh, I now know my sweet spot as a learner. So you might be in a really long, boring lecture and going, oh, I just can't cope with this. It's because it's not your preferred way of learning. But if you're in that same long, boring lecture and you know your preference, what you can do is say, this is boring, this is long, I want to fall asleep, but I'm not going to because it's important. I know that I learn best by taking copious notes. I know that I learn best if I do that with coloured markers. I know that I learn best by tapping into these types of things, drawing diagrams, whatever it is. So it's it's working out to say, if you know how you learn, then that's only the beginning. But that is the beginning of a really long journey of better communication, better connection with other people, and ultimately better influence. So much of the burden of uh, the communication has to be on the trainer to recognize the differences and then adjust their training accordingly? Well, the, the trick is in training is to write the training program well before the actual training day in a balanced way so that no matter who shows up, everybody is catered for. But if we think about training in a corporate environment and say, okay, well, that's not me. Maybe I'm running a small business. Maybe I'm an entrepreneur. Maybe I'm in corporate. It's about saying, how do I get my communication across to people who are different to me? How do I write that next email to my team? And the trick there is the same as in training. And that's what I wanted to bring when I did my book of Unlocking a Genius because I said, this is not just for trainers. This is for everyone who's communicating. In that book, you talk about different, uh, I guess I would I would uh, paraphrase them as, as personalities, different ways people uh, go about it. Would you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I devised 12 archetypes and to, to help people attach their learning preference and their communication style to a particular framework, if you like. And the archetypes describe how you learn, how you show up, how you process that information. So, for example, my archetype is a futurist. So my genius zone is when I'm in a group of people um, brainstorming, coming up with new ideas, visionary, you know, like just give me a big mirror board or a whiteboard or a flip chart and I'm off. You know, that is my genius zone. On the opposite to that might be someone like a horologist. 
So a horologist, that archetype, um, that archetype is really practical. They're very efficient. They're, uh, they come equipped with lots of facts and they get in there and say, do the stepwise plan. Now, on and everybody has one of these 12 archetypes according to the profile result. So it's easy to say, well, me, the futurist, and the horologist wouldn't get along. But in my team, I need the horologist because I need that horologist to take my fabulous idea and my strategy and actually put it into action because that's not my sweet spot. My sweet spot is coming up with the idea. So that's where a balanced team really comes in. What's been the reaction to your book? It's been out now for not maybe quite a year. Yeah, so we um, it, it's taken me a bit by surprise, actually, because I did it sort of like as a, I call it a Mother Teresa um, project where I wanted to give away all of this knowledge that I had in a packaged way that would suit other people. To give you an example, the book was um, published on the 1st of September in 2021. And on the 1st of October, we thought, look, we'll start a Facebook page. By the 1st of November, we had 100,000 followers. And it's like, whoa, hang on, what's going on here? And people are looking at this, people that I would have never, ever worked with in my whole life are coming to me saying, this has changed my life. And I say, who are you? And they say, I'm a father of teenage children and I can now get them off the couch to do their homework. Or I'm a sports coach and I think every sports coach in the world should do this for their, for their um, teams. I've never worked with sports coaches. I've never worked with parents. And I had from a European um, diocese of a Catholic church, the, the minister there came to me, the priest came to me over email and said, Catherine, I would like to put this into our youth group. It's like, whoa, hang on. So all of these people are bobbing up that I would have never had any dealings with because they're saying, this has been like this has unlocked my inner genius. It's unlocking my families. It's unlocking my teams, and bring it on. And I go fantastic. That suits me. That must make you feel really good. Well, and a big gobsmacked. Like I go into my LinkedIn every day and go, oh, okay, what's going to be here today? It's a bit like that because I there's people just people popping up from all over who just um, uh, it's making a difference and I've had tremendous success with some of the biggest companies in the world you know and they've paid me a lot of money over 28 years they've paid me a lot of money to do that but there's nothing like kind of hearing from people who from other walks of life that I would have never ever had any liaison with that you go wow this is touching a whole different level now as you were writing the book, did you, in the back of your mind, start putting away notes for the next book, something you, uh, things that you were learning as you were writing? Oh, absolutely. And the way I write, I, this is my 31st book. So the way I write is to literally lock myself in a room, tell my family just to deliver coffee to me, and I'll come out when I'm finished. You know, that's how I, that's how I write books. And and this one, I kept going back and writing more and more and more. And I thought, oh, my goodness, we're going to end up with, you know, the 
the 1960s Encyclopedia Britannica, you know, on the shelf this wide. And, and I had to stop myself. But what I would like to do is to think about now um, pulling together, we've created all of these training programs and pulling together like a field book, you know, those old fashioned corporate field books. How do you put this into action? So right now, all of that is in training programs, but probably I'll put that into another book at some stage. Now, where can our listeners and viewers get more information? We're betting you've got a web page. Yeah, well, I do. And so it's called thegeniusquotient.com. So thegeniusquotient.com. I'm on LinkedIn as well. And you can just look me up in LinkedIn and send me a message. And, and I'm all about having a copy, a, a virtual copy. So if you want to have a copy with me and talk about whatever you want to talk about, I'm always up for that. So just send me a LinkedIn message and say, hey, Catherine, do you want to have a coffee? And I'll show up on a Zoom call and have a coffee with you. So that's sort of the stage of my life that I'm in. And so, yeah, just reach out. I'm happy to chat. What would you like to add, Catherine, we haven't had a chance to chat about? I think the bottom line is that what I've realised over my lifetime of work is that there is a genius zone in everyone. And even if you're feeling, you know, a bit low, let's face it, we're all post-pandemic and you just can't tap into what you're perhaps good at or where you resonate, how you show up in the world. Maybe you're having family issues, work issues, career issues, whatever it is. If you can tap into that genius zone, it's life becomes a lot easier. It's easy. It's You don't have to think too much because you're in that zone of, where everything's coming to you in a way that you're absorbing it and that's motivating within itself. So by unlocking that, um, and we've all got it, everyone has it, and I truly believe that, and I'm yet to meet somebody who I go, oh, you know, no, you really are, you know, you don't have it. I'm yet to meet someone like that. And so my belief is if we can get into that zone, if as business leaders, we can have teams operating in their, each in their genius zone and collectively, it sort of makes that team unstoppable. So I think that's that's my mission really in life is to say, no matter how bad you feel or how dysfunctional your team is or how your company numbers are looking, even if they're looking fabulous, dial them up and they'll look even more fabulous. You know, So that's what I'm about. You've been watching the Biz News Podcast. We welcome your input. Send your email to editor at biznews.com. Thanks for watching.